Welcome back, Ram. Hey, welcome back. It's good to be back. <sighs> you survived. How was your uh, How was your adventure? Very good, very good. Um, so, yeah, Land Rover show. Awesome. You did get it right. It was a Land Rover it show. It was a Land Rover show because I was watching you. You nearly said it was a deep show. I thought, I, my heck was Oh, I knew that just to wind you up. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> so what, what is it again? <laughs> Jeep. Jeep. It's American, wasn't yeah. it, Jeep? Jeep's American, Land Rover's British. Yeah. I, I In fairness, Land Rover started by looking at American Jeeps going, that's a good idea, let's just copy one. So Let's just do that. Let's do the, yeah, so in fairness, that's how they get started, how they made it their own. Let's just do that, but make it not American. Yeah, pretty much. Well, yeah, I mean, they were really, they were, the guy who designed them was really heavy into being, being an agricultural vehicle. Because the, the first Landers actually had PTOs, power takeoffs, like a tractor. Yeah. So you could, there's there's videos of when they were advertising, there are videos of them plowing with them and like, sort of working fields with them. Yeah, why not? I suppose well, yeah. look handy. Yeah, but no, the show was awesome. Yeah, yeah, got there, drove in, and we went, we went to my Skoda. All right, but it was quite good as we got in. There, like people directing traffic and coups. Yeah, and there was in front of us like you know Defender, Defender, Scuffy. Those are all Land Rovers, Land Rover, Land Rover, and the guys all directing to one side, which is quite near because we've got there quite early. I thought, oh, that's good. We're not quite going to be quite near to the um parking as we drove up he just put his hand up saying stop and then just points us the opposite way so like the sort of the non-land rover section because <laughs> there's like actual segregation going on the land rover section was like a next another half a mile away from the entrance oh my god yeah he said all the non, all the land rovers got a part nearby if you want a land rover you got sent down that's to vehicle the vehicle racism man. it was yeah it was proper segregation going that on was, that's, that's actually that was quite funny because when you went to that uh when you went to that convention like loads of places put up um you know land rover and range rover um Videos like uh, Drive Tribe, yeah, Richard Hammond, James May, and Jeremy Clarkson put up videos about new. Well, because the new Defender's been launched. Oh, there you go. That new Defender. It. it wasn't actually at the show because this is not an official Land Rover show. This is Land Rover's owners. International, which is a magazine about Land Rovers. Oh right. This is their show. So the Defender got launched like two days previous because the Defender looks awesome. I literally watched the the car wow video on Defender sort of fell in love and you sat there thinking I want two <laughs> yeah but they said do you want the starting price the new Defender is I ask £40,000 fucking hell son yeah. if you have the one for all singing or dancing all the fit all the bets added to it £80,000 mate that's near the value of my house yeah yeah has it got a bed in it you can put a bed in it you can, bath in it it's a Land Rover what do you need yeah, that for it's, it's a Land Rover you can put all that stuff on as a mod well, the, 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 it's an optional extra the shower pack yeah <laughs> you can buy there's, you, there's something like there's going to be something like um, how many hundreds of accessories you'll be able to buy for your de- new Defender That's they insane. look awesome though. I, I was watching that and they, they actually have a higher ground clearance than the old Defender because they've got air suspension you can have coils or air suspension the air suspension can raise up right. like for like 100 millimeters, something silly like that so you have like you can have higher ground clearance than a normal so def- one of those stand up desks then it is a normal, <laughs> def- a normal defender you have to climb into they mm. are tall I think the defender's about my so my freelander it's got 200 like had 205 mil ground clearance which is quite tall mm. Defend my defender's 280 Mm-hmm. It's got bigger wheels on it than standard, so it's actually 280. So, yes, you actually climbed into a defender, and this one can go even higher. And go to a ladder. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, you don't. Because it's air suspension. Well, yeah, now you can lower it, but it not lower, in the previous When models. you unlock it, it, lower, it, when you open the door and lock it, it lowers down so you can get in easy and then raise itself back up again. 
Please tell me it's not. They haven't gotten away. Like they haven't got rid of like just using an actual key, and it's not one of those stupid fob things. You can do. I think you can have a normal key, or you can have a. Um, it's their their version of the wireless key is actually on a wristband. All right. So you can't. So if you go kayaking, you can't lose it. Oh sure, sure. Which isn't the idea. I was really for doing that. Actually having it actually attached you somehow physically. Yeah. So yeah, embedded under your skin. <laughs> yeah, why not? What I don't like is new electronic handbrakes because those when the, there's no way. I asked a friend about this because his car's got one. Mm. And I said to him, if the car, because in the old days, if your car battery dies, take the handbrake off, you jump start it. I said, yeah. Is there any way to release the electronic handbrake if your battery dies? No. Nowhere at all to release it. Annoying. So you either have to power it up somehow. Mm. Um, with some power up so you can release the brake. Yeah. Or you have to get a lorry with a dolly to lift up the locked wheels and tow you. What an ass. Yeah. Just what just what's out there, right? Cars these days, right? They're more advanced, they're better to drive, they're safer. Fucking hell, they're such a ball ache. Some are, some aren't. My scope's got some annoying features on it. That's my nothing. My scope, for some reason, they decided. So, most I've got heated ring mirrors, which are lovely. Mm-hmm. Lovely in the winter time. You can just put them when they mirrors really quickly. Most cars are push button or it's linked to your heated rear screen. So, when they, they my fender was, my Freelander was, you put it on, it heated everything up in one go. Yeah. In the Skoda, it's on the same dial you used to adjust the windscreen, the one that does the mirrors. So you have to sort of turn it round to the heated function and remember to turn it back off again. Oh, absolutely stupid design! A stupid design. When it could be if a button is what you need. It's a feature. <laughs> it was absolutely stupid. But yeah, Land Rover Show, great. So we got in, brilliant place. If you there were, you could buy anything you want for Land Rover. There were people out there walking out with whole bulkheads, and like bumpers. And there was, I saw, I saw four guys each with a tire and a wheel, a wheel and a tire each rolling them out to their cars. They might have stolen them. I don't know, <laughs> but I'm assuming they bought them off somebody. And then there was the main arena, and they were doing... The main arena, the main arena. monster truck show. You're not joking. We went to the main arena, and they were doing um, like a, a massive heavy-duty off-road course mm. for the defenders. People were having to drive their defenders through this off-road course, and it was insane. I mean, there was You people... do know the most treacherous thing any land driver is ever going to see. London. Yeah. Not these ones. Weren't. These ones had all hired it had been jacked up and all sorts to get through it. Because, I mean, it didn't look that tall for when we were sitting. When we actually got down there, she looked at us like really high up. But yeah, there was one that nearly got cross-axled. So cross axle is where, so you've got your front axle, which obviously can go all the way left, all the way right, you up and down independent. Mm-hmm. And the rear one wants to do the same. However, if they do the opposite, they get what they call cross-axled. So if you so imagine your front right reel is all the way down, front left reel is all the way up, yeah. and rear left reel is all the way down, rear left is all the way up. So from the back, it looks like a cross. Yeah. And that's really awkward to get out of. But the, those cars doing it, putting their way out is amazing. And best bit, they had a big Land Rover seesaw. You drove up this massive... I mean, this, it was, I don't know how high in the air it was, but it was at least double my height in the air. You drove up onto the seesaw halfway, stopped, and the weight of your vehicle would tip the seesaw over, and then you drive off the other end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, and then there was the guy who... There was one they thought the people do the rock climbing landros. They, like, yeah, they were having to drive in, had to climb over all the massive rocks and get wrenches in and winch themselves through. It was insane. You had fun. Oh, great fun! It's like a great rock fun. concert for uh, Land Rover. Yeah, yeah. We met. We met 
yeah, some weird old beasts there. Weird beasts. There was like there was one. There was a ranger that been converted to a fire engine. Right. Yep. And it was it was it was it was commissioned that you're going to like this by the Royal Navy for use at their airports. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Um. <laughs> All right. Um. I don't think that quite matches up. <laughs> it was said in the operation the Royal Navy commissioned these vehicles for use in their airfields. Um. Guys. <laughs> guys. Wrong job. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Had six wheels. Fair that. Yeah, well, had to have an extra axle on the back because obviously they took the back of the Range Rover and put massive water tanks on the back. It's a water engine. <laughs> it's fire engine. So yeah, <laughs> it's still in use. It goes to um, rallies in like Wales and stuff and tows people out of um, um, like if they get stuck on the rally circuit, it tows them out and all sorts. Yeah, and it's got all still got the firefighting equipment on board, so you can put the cars up and catch fire. <laughs> Absolutely amazing, yeah. Really cool. I, I and I bought myself an impact wrench socket set. Good job for eighteen pounds fifty. I was amazed. I was expecting to pay a lot more than that, and he paid eighteen fifty for it. Was great. You walked out. You ran out. You thought it was a steal. Well, when the guy said to me, I was, I was, I was in my head. I bought these two bits. Like, in my head, I was expecting to pay like sort of fifty quid. Mm. When he said eighteen fifty, I said, "Is that right?" For that, and he goes, yeah, yeah, we do a really good price for the shows. I was like, yeah, you do. I'm going to come buy some more stuff. Made by Ping in China. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's really decent, decent quality stuff. I've tried Are you saying it. that China doesn't make decent quality stuff? How dare you? <laughs> uh, either, Ram, uh, either Ram has a bit of a sunburn, or the drugs are finally kicking in, or already hallucinating. Why not all of them? All of them. It could all be free. It was a very, it was very sunny at the Land Rover show. In fact, you are looking a tad crispy, dude. I, I don't know why, because I've not been out. I have to my glasses off. See, I look normal now. But I have to my glasses off because that's blurring my glasses. What you're saying is, what you're saying is, if you look at my screen, you just look like a blob. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I've got a bit of panda eyes going on. Haven't yeah, I? Did, well, you did in the last one as well. Did I? That's what you get for going outside, you crazy fucker. I know. I could go on the farm and stuff and go outside and seeing actual actual outsideness. It's like, oh my god, do you I keep seeing like that it. weird fireball? I do. I'm so scary. I keep thinking it's going to come close one day. Yes, like, like, but Australians I've keep wor- telling me. I've worked out though; it's part of the skybox, so it's fine. Oh, fair enough. Fair mm. I mean, Australians and Californians keep telling me well, that's called the sun, and I'm like. Pfft. Stop lying to me, man. I'm from the UK. I've never seen a <laughs> no, sun. No, it's all lovely, it's all diffuse colour. They're all like, look at, look at, look at this blue skies. No, no clouds. It's, a, like, it's clearly a point light. Like, Why are you not talking shit about it? Yeah. What's this blue stuff you're what, looking at? What amazes me in the outside world is how little rendering time there is. Mm. I never see pop up. Sometimes you know the server's being harsh because it's really misty. So you know, obviously, at those days, the server must be yeah, the server's been on a lot of strain on those days. So it's had to mist everything up so it doesn't look, so it can reduce the draw distance down. <laughs> that's, the only, that's, that's the only logical explanation. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. say it's water moisture. That's just some bullshit some game dev has come up with to explain yep. it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> some shit they've had to come up with to sell us a new graphics card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know they're out there, people who are just driving through, and they, they can't see that miss because they've got the better graphics card. <laughs> they've got the better rendering distance. Oh, dear. Yeah. And this is why I keep telling people in the army what they do when they in the army. Just make sure before they go into battle, they set everything down to the lowest graphical settings possible so it gets rid of all that terrain so they can see people through the terrain. <laughs> 
Anyway, okay. shall we start the podcast? Yeah, sure, why not, mate? Glee on the Suffer Crown. Scratches. Welcome to episode 123 of the Randers podcast. I need to say 122, but I stopped myself. Was that? Wait. Is it 123? Hang on a second. Who's no. jerking? Yeah, it's 123. Is it? Did I say the right podcast? You did. Did I? You did. Oh, I'm proud of myself. Podcast said it all up for you, ready? I, I didn't have a clue, mate. I didn't have a clue. Do you mm-hmm. know how I ended up checking? How? I checked the raw files <laughs> to see what the last podcast was I edited. And you're assuming you had edited the last podcast and sent it to me. Uh-oh. <laughs> hey, whatever works, works. Uh, it was a podcast and I did it somehow. Yeah, it was a... It, was a, it, it was, worked. It was a good night. It happened. It was so quick no one turned yeah. up. Yeah, Tom, um, Minimizer thought it was the best one we've ever done. Mm-hmm. And when I say weave, <laughs> 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 that's ever been done. He thought it was the best one he's seen. Um... He said, How does a rock tune in? Someone tuned in for him. Uh, he's, he's, someone popped him in front of the... No, what is someone's put, put the rock in front of a constant our YouTube channel oh, constantly. Oh, he's got no. nothing. He can't see anything else but our YouTube channel. That poor so, so yeah. when we go live... <laughs> it's just a bit of enjoyment. For two, for two hours, for an hour, and use that case, 36 minutes of those two weeks, he had enjoyment. Anytime, man. Anytime. <laughs> well, we're always here for you, Middlemeister. Bless him. Yeah. You're not here for us. <laughs> <laughs> Bless him. He's thinking about coming this week. I did ask him. He did think about yeah, coming. That means I have to get another stool. And yeah. another microphone. Yeah. Well, no, we can sort of like sort of create some sort of stereo effect. Yeah, just, like, just sit there. It's all sort of bunched together really tightly. There used to be times when we used to record on a single mic. It sounded oh. shit. But yeah, well. Whatever. Whatever. It worked. Sort of. That's <laughs> sort of. So. Right, so yeah, going to the podcast. Um, games so, we've been playing? I said games we've been playing. Have you played anything over I the have. last two years that you haven't been here? I have, I have been playing. And Please I, don't tell me we happy for you. No, I've come off we happy food. <gasps> Woo! I've, yeah, no, no. Um, I actually took a break from we happy food. Oh, you took a break? I thought, oh, is he finished it? No, I took a break because I got onto the last section. I got past the woman, I got onto the last guy section. And I got to a point where it's like, yeah, I'm taking a break from this now. You'd like him. Cause he's, he's a, a dickhead. He, he's a dickhead. No, he's, not, he's actually he's got a half goal, but he's a bit of a dickhead. So very similar. Sure. Um, but his little mechanic is he's got diabetes. Oh, brutal. And you have, to, you have to maintain his sugar level. If you get too high, your health starts to drop. And if you get too low, you, your stamina goes down and you'll randomly insult people. Sounds very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing because I was doing a stealth section. His sugar level got to go, and I hide from this constable. And he just swore at him. And he <laughs> just like, like some... his head up. Oi, prick. Yeah, or you were stealth mate. He swears at people. So you got to, you got to maintain your sugar level. Look at that fucking dickhead. Brilliant. Like, Jesus Christ, mate. Yeah, I was like, oh shit. He's <laughs> gone for a perfect stealth run all the way up to the last bit. Oi. Cock. Yeah. <laughs> but he's re- bloody tough. I mean, I've, I've, I've beefed him all up with his toughness stats, so he's really tough. Really take a beat. Just toughness doesn't doesn't solve uh, being a diabetic. No, it does not solve being a diabetic. It's unfortunate. You have to go raid beehives and steal their honey. <laughs> you do. That's how you, you get your honey from. It's supposed to steal from beehives. Or you find honey in a house. As, as you do. I keep looking for the free little bear's house and not come across it yet. Have you not? No, I don't think it's there. Try harder. I will do. It's real? Uh, well, well, somewhere up there. It's in book form, so it must be real. It's got to be real. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm not playing really happy food. I saw, I actually, and I will admit, I palm goes, I best play something else. 
good. I dare not talk about that game for f- technically a fifth week on the row. <laughs> so I um I um I have in play instead um Subnautica. All right. Now Bard spoke about Subnautica he when did. it was in the, when it was early access many many years ago. Mm-hmm. Sims been released full access. Um, I don't know how different from the version he played, but I decided to, I've wanted to play it for a while. I planned to play it on our 24-hour live stream, but I didn't get around to it. It's another one of those games that looks like looks very similar to other games of the time, like mm. um, graphics-wise. Uh, it is very pretty. Yeah. I haven't. There's a VR mode for it, which I haven't tried um, because I'm not sure. It depends on how you move in it. Uh, so if we are, I can only, I can only do teleportation moves. I can't do. You can't do the physical walk around moves. No, and because you can't, in some cases, you just stand there. You might get attacked. You need to. So I, I haven't quite dared to try in VR yet. Was always saying you got to get the uh, the spew bag attached. Yeah, yeah, so like, like, yeah. It fits on like a horse's sort of bag. It's like it's a just, feed bag. <laughs> yeah, like a feed bag. Just sort of hooks around your ears. Fits on there, and you have to sort. Of, it, comes, it comes with a little. It's got. It's, it's smart. So it tells you when it's getting quite full. So you get a little icon on a pill on your little VR headset. Go, you really, you really want to empty your bag. Well, as soon shortly. as your nose starts to yeah. dip into it, <laughs> the first one is don't look up. <laughs> what do you do? Don't look up in your game. And the second one is like, okay, seriously, you're going to drown if you don't. If you don't enter this soon, you're going to drown. This ain't going to taste good <laughs> or yeah. smell good at no. this point. Yeah, it's going to drown, and you're not going to have a pleasant experience <laughs> as you die. <laughs> I've never known drowning to be particularly pleasant. Yeah, but you're drowning your own sick. Have a super happy fun time. <laughs> drowning world. I mean, if you're going to drown, at least want to drown something something you might actually enjoy in real life, you know, drowning a big vat of whiskey, say. Because yeah. then you probably, by the time you actually die, you probably don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, or, big, or in your case, a big vat of traditional iron brew. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. Well, he really thrashed really fast right towards the end. Yeah, it's the sugar getting into it. <laughs> <laughs> it looked really hard because he's convulsing yeah. even when he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they'll, they'll say, oh, but look, that was the that was the last of the old school Iron Brew left and he's ruined it. Well, at least his corpse hasn't ruined it as much as the company that makes the current <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Sick burn. <laughs> Fucking shots fired, you bastards. <laughs> um, but yeah, drowning your own sick. I always feel sorry for people. These people end up dying by drowning in slurry tanks. Mm. I mean, not good. No, that's not a drowning. Just a little uh, little tip for everyone: drowning is not advised. No, we don't recommend drowning. No. And here's an, uh, if you see two people in water, one of them is very calm, but it's not seen to be very very overtly calm, not worried at all, and one is thrashing about. Save the calm one because they're actually drowning. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. apparently, when you're towards the end, when you drown, you just you some. Mammalian reflex kicks in. You just go very calm. You just, just sit there and stand there. And you're the one who's actually the one who's thrashing about. Is actually, still okay at the moment. They're not going to drown just yet. They're not quite in the shark state yet. No. So yeah, say the one who's actually thrashing about. Um, who isn't? Say <laughs> the one mind, who isn't thrashing about. Plus, it'll be easier if they're not thrashing about. Or you just put them on your arm. <laughs> But if there's only one person that they're thrashing about, do save them. Don't just, yeah, don't wait, just wait. Don't wait for them to go still and then save them. Stand there looking at his watch. Ah, I got about He's not drowned quite enough yet for us to save him. I'll be back in a couple of minutes. Let me go get a cup of tea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's, no, he's not quite oh, drowned enough yet. Oh, 
<laughs> I've got vision of now you on the rescue helicopter with your steaming cup of tea. Oh. Not another one. Damn. Third time this week. I tell you, we, we, <laughs> one, we one need day. to get a faster. We need to get a faster kettle. I keep telling you this. Oh, oh well. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just got a vision you like making your, your guys thrashing about you're making your cup of tea and he's at the stage where you could go rest and you start walking about and go oh, I've got to put the sugar in <laughs> and I have to turn around do you want one mate <laughs> be very quiet down there you one so sugar or t- two alright drop the cup <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're oh shit He's, oh. So, so, Mr. Skaz, how did you get sacked from the search and rescue operation team? <laughs> well, wow. <laughs> tea is very important. <laughs> That's why you go work to Twinings afterwards. We, we weren't going for the double, you folks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so... What have you been playing, mate? Subnautica. We've had this conversation already. Yep. Was it good? It is good, yeah. Do you drown people with the cups of tea? And no, you don't drown people with cups of tea. It's only you in it. You do encounter, there are, that's not true, there are other people who were in it, but they are long since dead. That's the one where they're building the little bases and that, and um, so in the little pods. You basically, you're, it starts off with, you're, you're on a ship in orbit, yep. and it crashes. It comes down, crashes down, you're going to crash. So you manage to eject an escape boat, and you land on the surface of this ocean world, and you literally open the hatch, and all you can see is the ship in the distance. You're... you're um, Little smirk, your little life raft yeah. is damaged in the crash and so forth. And there you are, you're stuck there. But what you do have, you get a PDA that boots into emergency mode uh, that basically has information on basic survival gear. Yep. Um, you have a machine that can basically have a, like a, they call it a fabricator. So a bit like, it's basically, you can convert one thing to another. It's a Star so, Trek 3D printer. Yeah, basically. Although it can't, where Star Trek can convert anything to anything. It's just, it's just, Star it Trek convert well, a glass of Star water Trek, to toilet paper. Well, Star Trek replicators actually convert energy into mass. Just saying, they're not. They don't actually. They, they convert. They they literally upset Einstein and convert mass into energy, energy into mass, and vice versa. They use the same technology as teleporters, as, as transporters. Mm-mm. Doesn't work, but I, I don't trust anything that mentions teleportation. I'm just well, saying. Star Trek transports you shouldn't do because it's been a sta- it's it's been pretty much established that you literally the person who you see at the other end is actually a copy. Yeah, you get disintegrated. <laughs> yeah, you, you're gone. You're <laughs> gone. They somehow sort of have come this bullshit thing that well, no, your brainwaves get transferred somehow by magic, so you're sort of technically the same person. Yeah. No, you're not. You're just, magic. You're, you're just replicated at the other end. And they said this, and they promptly disproved their own their own theory by accidentally creating a second Riker, next generation. They go to a place where Riker's been to, and they find a second one, a second Riker there, who got crazy when they guy sort of like created two transporter beams on Riker for one go, and then they went back down. So you end up with one Riker up, and this one Riker went off and he had his career in Starfleet. The other one got left up high in this abandoned station for several years. He was pissed. I can imagine. Yeah. What are you upset for? You've had a great career. He He did. I didn't. Yeah. (laughs) He there become a terrorist. I didn't even have toilet roll. <laughs> yeah, I've been wiping my ass on fucking steel panels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
She went chilly from time to time. At least she's had a million. <laughs> yeah. So you have this fabricator which can make things. Yeah. You also have a medical fabricator that makes a med kit every half an hour. Um, and you have a little razor that's broken initially. Mm. And you just and your your environmental suit allows you to do sort of dive into water. And you just dive into water initially. You just you know you, you pick up fish and fish can be cooked by the fabricator into food. Um, there's a fish called a bladder fish which converts into water bottles. Just, just as yeah. it does. Um, okay, I, I, remember, yeah. I remember blasting that last time, and I thought that's ridiculous. And I can't. Yeah, I think that's still ridiculous. The fish somehow converted in. Yeah. Because I've yet to find any. Just imagine, you just take a fish out and just fill it up. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I <laughs> sucking on the end of a fish. Well, but it actually filters the water. It fills the salt and stuff out of the water. Absolutely, right. the large bits of poo. Um, so it's it, it turns into fills with water. Is that another one that's like the, you know it's designed around the same kind of setup as Ark, the same UI and all that? Or I can't remember. There's like a series of games s- that look very much like. It. I just can't quite put my finger I on which one it is. I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't say it reminded me too much of Ark because Ark. You on this one, you've only, you're only yeah, it's not it's not as in depth a survival soon. All you've got to worry about is your health, which is pretty standard in most games, food and water. That's really it. Whereas right. Ark, you have to worry about temperature and all that sort of stuff. This one is it's very it's a survival game, but a very light a light touch survival game. Okay, um, watch out for sharks. Space yes, sharks. Uh, watch out for sharks. Krakens. Um, there are krakens in it. Cthulhu. I think he's in it somewhere. Well, there's these things called Leviathan class organisms, which are these fucking massive things. Some, of, most of the first ones you encounter, it's all just docile things that just all like eat plankton, and you're quite safe from. But last, there are probably some nasty ones in there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you can count those. You've got these. Uh, there are sharks. There is this weird creature called a mesmer. And actually, you're, you're swimming about, and at first my camera was just swimming about, and your computer's talking to you, and all of a sudden, the screen goes a bit blurry on the edges, and, and it's sort of like, the distance, there's this like light in the distance, and the computer's saying, your new primary objective is to get as close as possible to that beautiful creature over there. Just keep heading towards it. Just keep going that way. Oh, I didn't know uh, that. No. No. Uh, well, my first thought was, yeah, I'm turning away. If you're too close, though, basically it just overpowers you. You just, like, you just, you just drift up to it and it just takes off half your health in one bite. The game's like, yeah, you're dead, mate. <laughs> yeah. That's what you get for following that stupid computer. Yeah. That's what got you into this mess. Yeah. Um, but it's, I, I, so I think they've developed more of the storyline now. There is a storyline to it. Right. Um, so uh, once you get your once you get repairs, when you repair your ship... Pay radio, you'll start getting com calls from other lifeboats um, saying, Hello, we're so and so, we're trapped, we found this, why is there, we need help, and you can go and find them and rush. And well, you can't rush in that so far. So, I, I, well, I'm pretty sure there's no one else alive in the whole game. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's no Good one else job, alive. Um, so, you tend to find the remains of their boats, their life craft. Um, but pretty quickly, you realize that it, it also went well until you've eventually get contacted by a ship that says, Oh, yeah, we're going to be landing soon. We're going to come rescue you soon. Don't worry, we're on the way to you. Um, oh, yeah, here's your landing coordinates. We'll be there in, 40, in, in real time, about 45 minutes. In game time, it's about two or three days. Yeah. So off you go, you do your thing, and you get there. When you finally get to this bit, all of a sudden you find this big fuck off mega spoiler, mega alien structure. All right. Yeah. Now, I won't tell you what happens later on, but let's say I still need rescuing. Is this... is It's a full game now, right? Yeah. Because um, I think they've got an expansion pack as well, haven't they? The, um, uh, there's a... I don't... There's a... Well, there's oh, been extra stuff. That, I think I, there's a new game coming out, but oh, it's like separate from the... It's like a sequel. Oh, right. So I was going to say, a, a friend of mine um, has streamed it, and it... 
I mean, it looked kind of neat, but to me, I was like, is there, is there really a point? Like, really? Uh, is there a point to most games? Yeah. Finish the story. Well, yeah, in that case, yes, there is. There is a story to finish. Cool. Um, I mean, it's it's sort of that issue of, you know, you get your base, you build your base up. Um, you often, I mean, initially you only have, like, your 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 little PDA says, I've only got 20% of the blueprints in my database because it's been corrupted. Mm. And as you go around and find the ship sections, you scan them. You'll find remains of other equipment, and you can scan it. And they'll add recipes to your PDA database. You scan them. How unfortunate would it be if you don't have one of those uh, toughened, waterproof PDAs? Very unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Very unfortunate. There's no recipe for that either. Uh, oh, no. Oh, crap. Water damage. <laughs> oh, st- Apple won't accept this. Are we, are we still got the... Uh, are we still got insurance? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what do you mean it's not covered for fucking alien water damage? Bastards! Yeah. <laughs> little caput on board the ship. Where is the nearest genius bar? It's like... 2,000 light years away. That's like, Fuck. Oh. How long will it take for Royal Mail to come pick it up? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Royal Mail will come pick it up. You might as well just ship yourself back. <laughs> yeah. Do you do live cargo transports? Excellent. <laughs> Good job. I'll, I'll see you sometime after I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, just get that. Great, 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 great grandchildren may see you at some point. Well, oh, a... wait. It's just me. No, you're okay. No one will. No, you're okay. They have very good FPL travel because there's another ship that's implied to have come from another galaxy to help you out. So they clearly have... They, they don't have a problem with FTL travel. That's not an issue. All they've right. Got, I mean, they've got 3D printers, so they're clearly highly advanced. Yeah. They can yeah. turn fish into water bottles. I mean... <laughs> yeah, what would you want? <laughs> Is that how we gauge how advanced? It's a known fact. There's several... There's no, there's so several, we're not quite there's advanced sev- yet. There's then. several... You know, phase in society when they develop things. So, nuclear physics, you know, splitting the atom, that's one sort of milestone. The will was the first one. Then there was splitting the atom. Then there was transistors. And then it's turning fish into water bottles. Those are the known steps of so the society. So, we're not there yet? We're not there yet, no. Oh, fuck's we're relatively primitive. I, mean, I was going to say, what you're saying is we're, we're basically cavemen. If, <laughs> if NASA, you know, if NASA accidentally encounter like another alien race out there, and they're going to go... And they're going to look at us. And they're going to have you done the water fish into water bottles yet? And you'll go no. Like, and they what say, are you about and they'll say, how did you use this technology? Some guy back in the about two thousand years ago, he managed to have water, turn water into wine. And yet you can't convert fish into water bottles. Like, look, look. He was a one-off. Okay, he was a one-off. He was one of those outliers. All right, we <laughs> thought, and most of the planet at this point thinks that's a complete and utter bollock story. Wait, you're saying that was true? Yeah, we ma'am. Oh shit. Wait, yeah. we could have done that too? Yeah. Why are we even paying these French bastards for it? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, he was real, yeah. and he came back to life, you know, for all of our sins and all that fluff, and then went to go see his dad. So what you're saying is, he actually owns a vineyard in France. <laughs> He's yeah. French! He's French with very good healthcare. Bastard! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's now established fact. Yeah, that is fact. That's now part of the canon of the Random Earth universe. (laughs) 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 Jesus is in France. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, he retired there. He's still there. That's like you know, Elvis is you know, Elvis has got his own private island in the Bermuda Triangle with uh, Buddy Holly, Road Warrior Hawk, yeah. Kurt Cobain. Um, Kurt Cobain just serves tea. He's yeah. not. He's not actually a talent. He's just there. Well, they had a spare seat, didn't they? They were like, "Oh, mate, we need something to do all the shit jobs around here, and Elvis can't be bothered to employ any maids." <laughs> yeah, well, that's an awkward situation, you know, because you you got the super secret island and where all the super secret people live. Who do? How how do you get builders in? I mean, someone's got to do it, mm. and you can't trust a builder. No. I mean, can you really trust a a, dr- a druggy grungy? You know, now they need a builder or electrician or a plumber. Who do they get in? Well, Elvis clearly does all that himself. You think he does he's, the, he's the king. He's a good plumber. Well, yeah, mate. I mean, that's he was that fact. toilet pretty hardcore. That's established fact. He was a good plumber. Um, but yeah, I mean, what, what else can these guys do? I mean, boom. But yeah, you know, well, sorry, switching back to things. So yeah, you um, <laughs> you collect materials. You start building up a sea base. Um, I think a couple of little roadblocks, like I can't build. I can build connected sections of my base. I can't build rooms yet. Why not? Because I haven't unlocked the blueprint for it. I've got half the blueprint. Oh right, so you've got you've got you can build an area I can but build, not assign I can build, it to anything. I can build corridors. I just can't build rooms. Apparently the knowledge to go from a corridor to a room is one of those other great leaps of no, knowledge. No, no, ex- expanding a corridor I can to to make it into room-like. a room. <laughs> I can yeah, that's that's that can be quite difficult. So, I mean, have you just been putting doors at the ends of corridors? I've just got, I've just basically, basically just got uh, lots of corridors which are forming rooms because they're all full of lockers which all my stuff is in. Oh, there you go. I then. keep building lockers to put on my stuff. You've got locker corridors rather than locker rooms. I've got full of, yeah. It's like a high school. I've got a full, I've just got lockers everywhere. Just full of, just full of, I've got lockers There's full loads of. loads of bullying, drugs, and teenage pregnancy. No, most of my lockers, <laughs> most of my lockers are full, lockers are full of titanium. Which is like the the material you need. Just, I've, I've literally got eight lockers full of titanium. At the Are moment. you three D printing titanium? No. What you do is you get, you the get fish, scrap, <laughs> you get, you get scraps, fish. scraps from the ship that crashed. Oh, right. and then it breaks it down into titanium. I was going to say, what are you doing? What are you doing with them fish, mate? Oh, I'm cooking the fish mostly. I was going to say, I wouldn't eat those. I've eaten most of the fish in. The, I've um, eaten most of my water bottles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think most of, some fish are better tasted than others. So yeah, because some of them you're not pissing into. <laughs> yeah, no, some fish. Are, but yeah, I'm building my sea base up, and I'm sort of gradually uncovering the sort of mystery of it. And the big sort of the sort of end game is you can basically you get plans to build a rocket ship, right? And so the end game is to basically build the rocket and leave. All right. So there is a, there is a natural end game goal. Okay. But there are things preventing that will, until you resolve them, will prevent you from leaving. Oh, okay. So, which is quite cool. Which is quite, and you can it, it's surprisingly in depth because, um, realistically, you, if you're just doing free swimming, you can only probably get down to about three hundred meters before basically you're not going to have enough oxygen to get further down. Mm-hmm. But you can get little submarines. L up to one massive fucking submarine. It's got its own vehicle bay. All right. Yeah, it's got its own like it's actually got brooms in it, and it's meant to have a crew of three, but you you can run it by yourself. It's meant to have a crew of three, but you know I'm the only person around, so it's going to be me. But you can build that as well. I'm going to fuck off a submarine. That's going to be awesome when I get that. I don't like scuba diving. I find I find you know sometimes you get a little you get into the rabbit hole that is 
YouTube, where as long as you'll find a video you think is interesting, you start looking at other videos related to it. I don't use YouTube. Well, okay. Well, you <laughs> use YouTube. All oh. I've done is change the profile on the streaming jig. There you go. So, um, I got um, down a rabbit hole of like underwater videos, like sort of the sort of not sort of, like, sort of people being idiots, but sort of like the sort of like industrial scuba dives and so forth. Some places yeah. they go down. What led me on to it was I read a story of these guys, and these guys get nearly were, were nearly a Darwin Award uh, winners. They decided yeah. they were swim. There was, a, there was a dam, a hydroelectric dam. Yeah, and you could do scuba diving nearby. They were doing a night dive nearby a hydroelectric dam. They thought it'd be a good idea to swim down and go into one of the intake pipes. Why? To see what it was like, I suppose. So he swam down, went into the intake pipe, and apparently the whole way they were going down this intake pipe, this guy said, I know, it's like someone was telling me, don't go any further, this is not a good idea. Uh, right? At that point, he started hearing an alarm. And he suddenly realised they were switching on the turbine. Ugh. So he managed to get his guy back, he managed to get out there before the turbine switched on. Presumably, that he said that you can only assume the alarm was in the machine room and was echoing through the pipes. Or it was deliberately to say, if you're diving in this intake pipe, get the fuck out, otherwise you'll fish chow at the other end. Good job. Yeah, and it's yeah because I started looking at these fucking turbines. Damn fucking other terrifying. And the other one I found, brilliant video I found, was a, um, I always get the phone name, is it Spilge Pond? So basically, when they... You imagine you've got a turbine, you've got water flushing down, pushing its way through at really high speed. Mm. At some point, you shut that, you shut a valve mm. down, but all that water's got momentum. Yeah. Now, if that water's got nowhere to go, that's a lot of force coming yeah. down. So they have these big foot-off rooms that are basically like massive reservoirs, like a header tank. Yeah, it tanks it. And so, yeah, as the water gets flushing up, fills this whole room up temporarily to basically dissipate all that energy, and then it floods back down. Mm-hmm. And I watched, I watched a video on these rooms, and I thought, that isn't that big. And as I thought, I saw massive pipes coming in. I thought, that's not that big. And I looked down, I thought, hang on a second, that little dot there is a set of stairs. Holy fuck, that's a big room. Mm-hmm. And it floods. I mean, there must have been thousands upon thousands and thousands and thousands. I don't know how many tens of thousands of litres of water, probably more, Full of and drain down. But yeah, I started watching these videos. People like diving, like commercial divers who have to go like down into you know pipes that lead to pumps and stuff to make sure they're clear and so forth. And it's fucking terrifying. Yeah, it is absolutely terrible. It's honestly, I would not do. It's a job that I could. There are certain jobs I go. I could. Pro- it looks scary fast, but I could probably do it. No, I would just be constant. This, you know, this guy goes. Oh yeah, today we're doing a commercial dive. Look at this pumping system. Uh, we'll be going through a pipe that's three foot wide. Uh, we'll be travelling down at like 100 feet to the turbine, make sure it's all clear. How about fuck off? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, he goes down, and when they, they show you the video of them going down into it, and visibility must have been about a foot, even with their lights. You have got to have nads the size of I'm surprised of their balls would fit down the pipe. Yeah, that's it. I'm surprised. I, could, I thought, how, you show, is that a grinding noise? Your balls dragging on the outside of that pipe <laughs> yeah, as you're going down clearly, there. Clearly, mate. <laughs> Damn. I mean, he doesn't need ballast to get down into water. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he just goes down. You just watch this guy go down and all of a sudden you just see this corner of this fin blade which is obviously what turbine, the sort of pump turbine's blade and he sort of feels it all over and they turn back and go back. Yeah, no, I thank fucking you. know that is just terrifying. So, would you say Subnautica is 
decent game. Yes. Reasonable game, pretty yeah. fun. Yes. How much is it these days? Oh, no you're asking the question. Right, Sudden World at the moment is nineteen forty nine and that is definitely worth it. Cool. Definitely one percent worth it for that price. Get no no question asked. Have you put in a, have you put in a, a whole hell of a lot of time into it then? Or? Uh, about eight hours in. That's all right. I've got it so far, and I've got my base. I'm at the stage of my base, because I haven't unlocked the rooms yet. Mm-hmm. I've got so, we've got so much titanium, I don't want to waste it building corridors. No. So instead <laughs> I waste it building corridors with lockers in them. Right. I, so I was running out of space, but I'm, I'm hoping to get, um, let's see you get an aquarium at some point. Um, an aquarium, just look out the front door. <laughs> oh, it's an interesting thing about Subnautica, has no map. Oh. You have to nav. They want you because they want you to navigate by learning oh, the area. Yeah. So yeah, there's no nav. You can build beacons, plot beacons down. So I have got a couple of beacons I carry around. If I find some interesting wreckage, I'll dump a beacon there to find, so I can find sure. it again easily. But yeah, there is there is no map. You can find them. There's maps online you can look up. There's no map in no, game. Actually, I'd rather not do that. So spoils. Part it of makes fun, it, it. Yeah, I mean, I well, I look. I was curious. Um, so I looked at the map online. I realised one of the facilities I've been to. Was like the uh, the corner of the map. Mm. You start in the middle. And I was like in the far corner. I realized, oh, it didn't take me that long to get there. And it took me like two, or two minutes of swimming to get there. But oh, well, now I know the whole map is at most like I can get anywhere in two minutes, basically. Yeah. So, yeah, it was quite um, unfortunate. So, but yeah, so yeah, so thanks to some I've been getting terrified of underwater things. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan. Anything. Anything anywhere that I'm not designed to be without specialist equipment is a no-go for me. I have great resp- the ones I have more, most respect for are the hazardous environment divers, and these are the divers. So let's say you've got a tank full of some toxic chemical, mm. also it's got valves and stuff in it. If one of those breaks, you've got to repair it somehow. Mm. So there are people who actually specialise in with special gear going into these tanks for toxic chemicals and repairing stuff in them no thank you yeah i mean i saw on the guys there's this picture of one guy shift and they have to go like they have like three layers of like dry suits so one gets punched it won't yeah yeah, yeah right. it's and like they've, they've got to be like decontaminated going in and out it's terrifying mm-hmm. and it's like yeah i thought I, I thought yeah i've got great respect for you guys like the guys who work on the overhead power lines when they go up there it's like fucking hell that's terrifying mm-hmm. The amount of crap that people have to deal with. The amount of bizarrely terrifying, somewhat shitty, yet exciting jobs uh, we have just to keep society going. Yeah. I watched... Um, the, I, used, I, I used to... BBC Two used to... Went for a phase in lots of documentaries of just, like, normal following lives of just normal, everyday, what you consider, like, sort of quite a minor workforce. You know, someone who don't think much. Like, people who work for the water board. Mm-hmm. And you think their job is just all going round, all paying your pipe here and there, you know, dealing with leaks or something. Fucking no. Oh, my worst stuff they deal with. Like, this guy went into this, um, he climbed down into this, um, what's basically a holding area for the sewage system. Yeah. And it's basically this massive room. I mean, it's fucking enormous, this room. Um, you know, I couldn't, it, it, he was, it had no lights in it when he went down into it, but you could sort of see the firewalls. I couldn't describe how big it was. It's like several tennis courts in size. It's huge. Mm-hmm. And basically, it was there's a holding tank for when there's lots of sewage going through. It just fills his room up and then it gets flushed the rest of the way through. Mm-hmm. And he was in there to all like clean some of the equipment up. And it's just a room and every surface is just covered in shit, human shit. 
Good job. Age out there and pressure washing and so forth. And it's like, that's not a job you expect people to have, you wouldn't think have to do, but it has to be done. Someone's got to do it to keep mm. our country running. Yep. It's just one of those nice little jobs that no one thinks about. Thankless job. Someone has to do it. Yeah, I mean, not many people have a job. Oh, yeah, I'm going to, and he's got, they've got to go with um, someone who breathe out as well because the gases released can be quite dangerous. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell, yeah. No. Brutal. Brutal. No. Bloody humans. <laughs> Bloody infrastructure. Yeah. Yeah. That's terrifying. But it's like, I still find it terrifying. Another thing I always find terrifying is oil rigs. Uh, no, I no. won't. No, but what? No, what always amazed me is the legs. I always thought the legs were solid. No, they're hollow. And you go right, and you go right down to the bottom of them. Yeah, and you're literally um, like, there's just you're several hundred meters below the surface. It's just like a few feet of concrete between you and terrifying pressures of water. Mm-hmm. That's just um, phew, amazes me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I mean, I know the science behind it, but it just still amazes me. Mm-hmm. Not so. my groove. Not my groove. So you wouldn't. You wouldn't get a job, no. No, no. I part of me would like to, part I would probably like to go to one of these places and actually, but I don't find water about to go downstairs. I'm not even a huge fan of being on um, on big boats. To be honest with you, Mm. Um, I don't like flying. I'm not supposed to be up there. I don't like big boats. I am so tiny and insignificant in comparison to the ocean. No. Yeah. I mean, Um, I get. The heebie-jeebies we've got. Well, we've got this pump room mm. that's basically for our spring system. So if our if power fails, well, it's a generator. Is it? If power fails the store, mm. this room kicks in and basically pumps all the water in the spring system. So if there's no power, we can still have a sprinkler system. Yeah, sure. And one point the lights went in it, and you have to go stars up and switch off. You go, it's fine. It's just a diesel gen, massive diesel generator. But no, it's every time you open the door and it's put pitch black in there all you can just hear is just roaring machinery running away doing stuff and it's just an engine yeah it was an engine it's still fucking terrifying me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, mean, I want to see pictures of like these massive machine rooms and like they have the skyscrapers which is full of like air conditioning handling units and pumping units and all these sort of stuff because you forget actually in a skyscraper like every i think like every 15 floors they have to have pump systems and stuff to re-pump the repressurize yeah, yeah. the water to get to the top and air conditioning units and so forth and engineering masterpieces they are and you look at these rooms it's full of all this pumping it's fucking terrifying in, mm-hmm. in a weird way just i've just been creeped out walking through something like that mm-hmm. just all these machineries that just could like kill you instantly Good times, huh? Yeah, and it's uh, best not to think about it. Man. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm going to hippie do nothing about it. I just that's just something that it's yeah. So many things on this planet that we do, yeah, just to keep things going, and no yeah. one realizes you're doing it. No, we no. do this podcast as an example. Yeah, if it, well, yeah, he, it, the world would end. That's what we started. There were times, there's, you know, it was just after Mayan prophecy, and we realized actually to stop. We read in a book somewhere. That the only way to stop the world ending was to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. So we are bravely, bravely, and once one of us dies, we're, you, you've had it. Yeah. So we're bravely keeping the world afloat. You can thank us later. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Anyway, that's Subnautica. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> thank you for joining me on this little, my TED talk. Um, <laughs> um, so, Skaz, you, you told me earlier you wanted a rant. Oh, so. Um... I finished Astral Chain, brilliant game. I finished Damon X Machina, 
which you were really looking forward to coming out. It, I don't know if it quite matches up to Astral Chain, if I had to be honest. And Astral Chain was the game that I had no hope for. Um, but I, I, you know, I, I beat the story. It's, it's all right. It's Armored Core, modern Armored Core. But it's got a few things I don't like about it. The story is full of holes, but it's okay. And for some reason, your giant heavy armored suits can fly forever. And it fucking annoys me. Yeah. Because it completely destroys majority of the levels. Like, you could have, like, a really interesting level, like, in a forest or, or in a, a big old factory complex or whatever, or a military base. Mm. But you spend majority of your time, hundreds of feet in the air. Flying is sort of the... Giving players the ability to fly in most games is a really bad idea. Yes. Whether it's, whether it's most RPG of the boss games... Fights, most of the boss fights, let's put it this way... Gone through, and um, there were a couple of people saying to me, Oh, mate, this boss fight's really hard. My suit wasn't particularly well equipped, and yeah. I could literally just fly yeah. 50 to 100 feet in the air, just stand there and unload on the fucking thing. Mm. Mad times of reading like, D- like DM guides just don't allow flying. Mm-hmm. It, just, it just breaks everything. Yep. And it's true. It's a bit like um, Mitchell and Webb's um, f- um, f- Angel Summoner and Biker Boy. He's going to be an mm. ex-bandit. And he said, every, it's like, what I'm going to do is do this. Oh, we could just summon our angels and let them deal with it. It's like that. It's just a power. It's just so overpowered. Mm. It's just not worth having. You've got to have, if you're going to fly, you've got to really severely restrict it. See, I had hoped when I played Damon X Machina that they'd, they'd have done like what Armored Core did. So if your suit was too heavy, you'd, like, you'd get a little bit of air time. Like literally, you yeah. could kind of jump and, and say, kind of cruise over a rock or whatever, and then you'd fall back down again. No, you, no. you'd stop in the air forever. Yeah. That was, forever. That was sort of Mech Warrior's methodology as well. If you were in a big, heavy mech, when you took off, it did. It felt like you were prop- it felt like, like you were defying the laws of physics. Yeah. It felt like you really shouldn't be doing this. This is really not a good idea. And you could feel it. You could almost feel the jets struggling to get you up in the air. Yeah. And then when you landed, you made such a clang as you landed. It felt very physical. Yeah. But it sounds like by doing, by making it flying to it, it sounds like you make it feel like you're just flying around something that's made of polystyrene. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's no the, physical terms to it. The suits had reasonable weight to them when you were on the ground. But as soon as you were in the air, just everything was broken. Um, but no, it was neat. Very little in that game was a challenge, in my opinion. But, you know, otherwise it was a, a pretty fun game. Story-wise, it was goofy, anime, giant robot fun. You know, um, world is doomed. That's apparently what's going on. The world, the world is doomed. Always is. Yeah, world is, world is doomed and stuff. I don't want to say anything. Cause seriously, I'll, some of the stuff that goes on in that game, you're like, that's pretty... Oh, okay, righto, do that. Um, but mechanically, it's fine, with the exception of flying. Story-wise, a bit thin. The bit that aggroed me was the, the, the thing in the game that describe, explains what's going on in the story is an external video. Even though... The, the story doesn't really pick up for a good few hours in the game. I said, like, why did you not put this this kind of video in the game? Uh, it's silly. Why am I having to go elsewhere to find it? Yeah. Because at some point, that video is going to disappear, and that part of the law is going to disappear. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was all right. I mean, I played it long Weird enough decision. for it to end up in my top, uh, top six most played. Uh, Nintendo Switch games. Wow. There's still 
Um, there's still loads of stuff for me to do if I want 100% it, but the community in the game is a bit mental. Um, in the community's opinion, even after beating the story, I hadn't finished because I hadn't gone online and played the multiplayer and grinded my character stats to 100%. Life's too short. Yeah, that was that was my groove. I was like, I've done all of the offline missions. I've done all of the main campaign. I've now done all of the online co-op missions. I'm done. I've done every single boss at least yeah. once. I'm done. Because um, it's... it's they were comparing it, a lot of the guys were comparing it to Monster Hunter. It's like, well, Monster Hunter's just a grind. Monster Hunter's just a grind. It's like, yeah, but once you beat Monster Hunter's story, there's nothing else that you really have to do unless you want to get the cool armor sets. And at least in Monster Hunter, a decent fight's going to last you more than, say, two and a half minutes, mm. which is what the average match was in Damon X Machina. Like, most of the matches you could finish in, like, uh, two to three minutes. Um, That's where a lot of matches tend to become the highest with your sixth most play game. Um, well, because the the there were quite a few missions, um, and because obviously there's there's a lot of dialogue that breaks up the missions. Mm. Um, so the the mission itself is pretty short. The online missions are literally go in there, fight that thing, now you're done. Yeah. Um, whereas the story missions are like, okay, here's a bit of dialogue between characters. Uh, you know, plot is developed. In the mission you go, oh, something's happening. More dialogue happens. You can go and do something. And then, you know, they, they pad it. There's a, there's quite a bit of padding in it. And there are a lot of mechanics that aren't explored either. Like, you can actually get out your giant robot. Yeah. You can get out your giant robot. But there's only two missions, from what I remember in the entire game, where you actually get out your robot. How But you weird. have to get out your robot. Bizarre. Two. Why put it in there? What was the point? Well, um, it's kind of neat as a multiplayer mechanic because they um, they allow you to get out of your suit and repair your suit. If it's not completely blown up, you can actually get out and repair it. Um, and you can also um, repair someone else's suit. So let's say the other person gets completely wrecked or whatever, you can go over and restore part of their suit and then pilot it. Um, but, uh, you know, I really hope, because this isn't supposed to be me talking about Damon X Machina, um, I really hope they expand this game with more uh, like DLC or extra extra missions, um, more stuff for the, to, to expand on the plot, uh, give us more background to a lot of the characters and stuff, because most of them are like, eh, I don't know who the fuck these guys are and I don't really care. Mm. Um, or they'll kind of mention something as part of the plot and then never go anywhere with it. Yeah, uh, There's entire characters that literally turn up once or twice and then you never hear anything else of them. Uh, I don't know if maybe there's an extra video or animated short that I'm supposed to watch to to explain their existence, but eh. it is fun, very fun. But yeah, the the community is a bit flaky at times. Nice people, just crazy, and 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 flying and getting out of your suit. Anyway, rant. After I finished Astral Chain and Damon X Machina, uh, putting in hours and hours and hours of time, finished them on stream. Went back and did some of the extra missions in both games. I was struggling to find something to play that I really wanted to play. And recently, uh, Dragon Quest 1, 2, and 3, the old NES games, have been released on Nintendo Switch. I think they might also be on like um, PS4 and stuff as well. Um, I've mentioned Dragon Quest before as one of the 
the kind of the granddaddy of JRPGs, the big one that really took hold in Japan, uh, made by Enix, had um, character designs by Toriyama, who does the Dragon Ball series. So pretty much all of his characters look the fucking same. Uh, you know, it was, it was very pretty characters, very pretty monster designs for, for the time. And they've made many different versions, you know, started out on the NES, remade it on the Super Nintendo, made it again on the Game Boy. Um, it had like a Wii version. They still make new versions to this day. Dragon Quest XI is the newest one, which came out quite recently on Switch as well. But the 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 bit you need to pull from this is that Dragon Quest is an important series as far as jrpgs go okay well the granddaddy series yeah you've re-released uh, on a new platform the original three titles don't fuck it up so what did they do fuck it up yeah uh so i i i lot i bought them i bought the first two because they they go up in price as you as you go through them. i was like so v- number one is like three pounds number two is like a fiver and three is ten quid no, thank you. For how... So nearly £20 for ancient, quite ancient games. Yes. Now, I launched it, and I was like, oh, hey, they've they've redone the, the Dragon Quest like logo, splash screen. I was like, oh, that's, that's quite nice. They've sharpened it up kind of thing. It's not like 8-bitty or 16-bitty or whatever. Um, it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. And I launched it, and I was like, whoa. Okay, what the hell's going on with these graphics? It's looking like stretched 16-bit, but the character sprites look like some child has gone over the original sprites in crayon or something. So is it a remaster rather than a re-release? Well, I was like, this looks very familiar. And I pulled out my phone, and I was like, oh, no. It's Dragon Quest Mobile. What? They've taken the Android and iOS games... And put them on console. Uh, but uh, what? Mm-hmm. They understand that the different scales, different user, different ways mm-hmm. of interacting with them. They've, they've taken so they've taken obviously they've taken away the touch the touch interface, but um, they they've just put in controller support. Um, you know, have you have you seen like uh, when they one thing I say you are a bunch of fucking cheapskates. Yeah. Oh my god! It's, it's it was disgusting. I was like, this is awful. A series that you should show some serious respect to. That you've just literally released the definitive Dragon Quest Eleven, And it looks gorgeous and the, the music's brilliant in it and all that. And then you go and re-release Dragon Quest One. I, I would imagine to build up interest with, with people who have never played Dragon Quest before. Like, hey, oh, Dragon Quest Eleven, I'll go see what this is all about. You give them access to Dragon Quest One, and it is easily the worst Dragon Quest One I've ever played, ever. You absolute bunch of cheapskates. So, uh, have you ever seen the the Street Fighter, um, Street Fighter Two remake, where they they got the character sprites, the original like arcade sprites, and then they drew over them, frame by frame, to give them like an HD skin. To... I haven't, but I've, I've saw. Idea. They really look pretty it up. Well, it was almost like they were going for this in Dragon Quest, but just really badly. Like, oh, here you go, Ping. Here's some crayons, and 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 here's the character sprites. Just draw over them and colour them in. Yeah. Who's that kid who got from Art? Who's drop up from Art College? Who's doing work experience for us? Yeah, bring him over. Give him the history. Basically, yeah. I mean, in some cases, 
character sprites, like so. So let's say uh, you've, you've got your regular ass, like Super Nintendo style character sprite with like the black eyes, like the black line of pixels. All of a sudden, one of the characters, the pixels for her eyes go over her hairline. Fucking hell! I was like, what the hell is going on? It's it's stuttery. Um, the 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 monster artwork is for the most part crap. It honestly does just look like. Here's the sprite, uh, and I've just gone and got a biro and just drawn over it and, and coloured it in quickly, like with the fill bucket in, in MS Paint or whatever. It looks really, really, really bad. The music's still great. The gameplay is okay. The menus. So if you've ever seen any of these like mobile remakes or remakes of old like PlayStation games in recent history... Uh, like, if you look at the Final Fantasy ones, they redid all of the menus because apparently Final Fantasy's menus weren't good enough. They gave them these really stupid, thick, chunky, like, rectangular, uh, like, touchscreen-looking... Touchscreen-friendly. Uh, yeah. F- friendly for people who've got fat thumbs. Yeah, they they redid all of the... Which, on a mobile, is fine. But it looks horrible. Yeah, but it's more practical. It's pra- On mobiles, it's a practicality issue. Sure. It looks all, but it's practicality. But on a console game that's not an issue yeah and i I just i couldn't believe it if you're gonna remake a series and you've got a mobile port please don't put that on a console unless you're gonna do some shiny to it yeah now give us the option to like change the sprites like you know some games have we made another version of this back in the day like the halo collection lets you play classic or remastered you press um, a button and it Mon- goes... The remasters of Monkey Island do the same thing. Yeah. You can go between both the modern version and the previous version at a touch of a button. Yeah. They should have... I mean, I think Dragon Quest Eleven does that. Or is it Dragon Quest Builders? Like, you have modern version and an old-school style version. They should have done that with the Dragon Quest games. Because they fucking look shite the way they are. Um, admittedly, they're cheap, but... Oh, God, just because they- you've already got an Android binary that's just shocking doesn't mean you had to just and because obviously you know some of these consoles they'll you just repackage just for whatever you hit the button and you well yeah you could pretty much a lot of you know a lot of game event studio systems these days but they just say what you went what 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 platform you're running this on that one okay we can do the hard background grunty work of compiling it for you. You just need to make sure it's usable. Yeah, and and that is literally <coughs> that, that looks like what they've done. Um, they did it with the Final Fantasy games. Well, the Final Fantasy games weren't too bad, but Dragon Quest. Yeah, I mean, just they've, they've had so many good versions of those games, and then they did this. If honestly, if they said said to me, Skaz, we're going to give you the Super Nintendo version of Dragon Quest one and two, or Dragon Quest one, two, and three. Five or each, no tartnet up or anything. Just we'll, we'll maybe we'll we'll stretch it to sixteen by nine. Yeah, but like we'll keep it all scaled so it doesn't look super stretched. We won't stretch it. We'll like you know perhaps. Yeah, we'll it. just like render in the extra stuff. Um, I'd have been I'd have been fine with that. Yeah. But the mobile version, oh, they did the same thing with Final Fantasy fourteen as well. Actually, like Final Fantasy fourteen had a, a big PC and PlayStation release, right, and and Xbox release. And then they made kind of like a, 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 a nubby kind of... I don't know if a D-make is the right, is the right word for it. They made like a, a D-makey mobile game. Um, so, you know, oh, you can play the rough story of Final Fantasy XV on a phone because obviously it can't handle all the graphics and stuff. So it went to like a, a Super Nintendo... No, not Super Nintendo. Like a PlayStation-y, gamecube style 
um, game, like low poly and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then they re-released that on consoles. So what are you doing? Just if you're gonna do it, do it right. These are these are series that really needed the love. Yeah, you could have put in a little bit more time, a little bit more work. And that'd have been amazing. And you'd have brought in loads of new people to the series. Don't just try and appeal to people who have already played. Show people how cool... Like, show new people how cool these games could be. You, you know, no gallery. No uh, no bios. There's no manual. Not that I've seen. So you've got to figure it all out yourself. Yeah. Uh, it's, 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 it's bloody stupid. Um... The gameplay is still pretty solid, but it's Dragon Quest. There's not really a whole hell of a lot you can do with it. It'd be hard to fuck up the gameplay. Yeah. Unless it says something, right, now tilt your screen to make the character move. Um, I've, uh, I've seen games try that. And it's like, no, no, no. But yeah, I, I, just, I just wanted to have a little bit of a rant about that. I'm still playing it, but the more I play it, the angrier I get about it. Because every time I see the sprites... I think so I I have a copy of the, the the original remakes on Super Nintendo and I'm like those looked amazing. Mm. They look really good and now you've done this. So how hard can it be to That's ridiculous. Mm. Oh and it's all in ye olde English too. What proper ye olde English or what people think ye olde English is. What like. people think ye olde English is right. like and it's fucking dis- I just stopped reading it. I just I I just I just had enough of it. I was like Please stop. Yeah, it's not pleasant in games. It's not fun. It's not clever. It's not big and it's not clever. You know, you just sometimes as well because they use it as a way to um, they oh now we can just kind of fiddle around with the script to make it fit. It's like no, st- stupid. Yeah, please just please if you've got an old series and you're gonna re-release it, give it a bit of love, eh? Or either, either literally just re-release it just so it works. Re-release it as it was. Yeah, but just so it works. Yeah. So you know it's got the right inputs and so forth. Or if you're going to remaster it, ask us to spend a bit of time on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be, re, let's be realistic. There isn't going to be a lot you're going to have to do remastering because they're small anyway. Yep. So there aren't that many graphics to redo. There aren't going to be that many backdrops to redo. It's something that a team could do relatively quickly. I mean, hell, if you just run it through a, a sharpening filter on Photoshop, probably be a lot better than what they've managed there. Mm-hmm. It's it's really not. We'll try and link to some, like, images in the um, show notes. The ideal, we'll try and see if we can find the same character model. Yeah. And we'll see if we can link to a few um, so you audio guys can see the horror in my opinion, they just don't look very good. That it would have been a lot better if you'd have just left it as well. There's your there's your Super Nintendo sprite. It doesn't look as stupid and cartoony and no, I mean, it's out got of less, place. No, it's got less pixels, but it looks normal. Yeah, it doesn't look as out of place on the world map. No, it's sort of, it, it it feels like it's been designed by the same people. Yeah. Whereas the other one feels like somebody was doing the sprites for the character model, someone was doing the map. Yep. It just doesn't match up, and it's no. just it's sad. Really is sad to see how lazily they've they've done it. Yeah. There we go. And you know what's really horrible? What? It's a lot of people say, Oh, it's it's 
it's Square because it's Square Enix that um, published the new Dragon Quest. And it's like, but you can't say it's Square Enix fucking with Enix titles because Enix were the ones that originally released Dragon Quest. So presumably there are two companies called Enix who made together. That's why they become Squared Enix. Well, the, ah, <laughs> the the thing is, um, from what I remember, do you remember that old Final Fantasy film that came the out? First company Enix joins, they become Cubed Enix. Good job. Good job. He's really, you're really pleased there, aren't you? I'm here every week. <laughs> it's the problem is I think um, Enix actually bought Square. Ah. Um, when, because I think they did a, a film years and years and years ago, and it was kind of shite. Uh, and it, I, from what I understand, it practically bankrupted Square. Wasn't and, the Final Fantasy film, was it? Yeah, Final Spirits. Spirits within. Yeah, something. It like wasn't that. that bad. Yeah, but it, like, they spent a lot of money, and it didn't have the pull that they were expecting no. it to. And it wasn't like the first sort of proper. They were. They, were they like trying to go for like the first sort of like adult CGI mm-hmm. film? And it, it looked did, gorgeous for the it time. Was, it was, I, it looked amazing, but people weren't quite ready for that. It wasn't Final Fantasy to them. No, no. Well, even as I said, Tyson, well, Final Fantasy, they're, they're all different anyway. Yeah, but it There's, didn't. Ha- it didn't really have anything no, to tie it, into n- the no, world. Had no actual. F- no, yeah, there's no nothing. There's no. I don't think even chocobos in it. Mm. No, there you go. It should be called the Chocobo event. They didn't. They missed it. Wasn't if, it if they it had put it a chocobo in it, 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 it? If it wasn't called Final Fantasy, it wasn't actually that bad a film. Then that's it. If it's just called The Spirits Within. That'd have been all right. Yeah, but it's because they put Final Fantasy on it. Yeah. Makes you wonder if, if that was actually what originally happened. what it was going to be. It was yeah. that marketing decision? Yeah. It makes you wonder, doesn't it? Mm. But, stupid. <laughs> stupid. Stupid. Yeah, because I haven't, I haven't played anything other than that. I got so angry. I can hear it. So, so you won't be doing the streaming of that then? I think I'm going to finish it because I've never... I've tried to stream Dragon Quest in loads of different versions, like the Super, uh, Super Nintendo version. I've played the NES version. I was like, look, I'm I'm going to finish one of the goddamn versions on stream, so it might as well be this one. Um, I will suffer through it to the end. <laughs> I, just, I just wish they'd have put in like a choose the sprite pack option on it. Or, or even some effort. <laughs> yeah, some effort would have been nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh dear, but yeah, you're gonna see it now. Say, oh, shall I release it? What should we do? We need some money quick. Shall I move the port for Dragon Quest onto the new consoles? Yeah, but we've got to be coded. No, no, no. We've done a mobile version a few years ago. John did that. Oh yeah, he did, didn't he? That is what it feels uh, like. What should we do? So, so I'm just gonna change. You know, the the drop down box from Android to to Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. Well, technically, the Switch is running on Android. I'm, I think. I'm going to change it from Android to Switch. And uh, oh, where's that? Where's that? That cheap third-party freeware plugin that does controller support? Oh yeah, it's such. As, oh, I'll just, I'll just mm. add that onto it. All right, there we go. Job done. Now, if we can, now let's pretend it's going to take us three months at least. Then we can have the rest of that. We can just go party that's, that's in the next three months. Basically, the groove, yeah. mate. We just got a big bag of money from Enix. Yeah. <laughs> it was a three-month project. One afternoon to re- one afternoon to recompile it. And the rest was just spent playing good games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Playing Dragon Quest Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> That's an old Dilbert joke, isn't it? When he says, when he's, he's asked about his, an old Dilbert joke from way back, when the boss says, "How's it going to take?" He's asked to me six weeks, and he, he just thinks himself, "One day you do the project, five and five and the rest of the time I'll be playing Doom." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the original Doom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they even fucked up the re-releases of those as well, didn't they? Recently. Yes. Which what? Well, which re-release of which version? Uh, so Beth- Bethesda <laughs> recently released uh, Doom on all modern systems. Bethesda moving. Bethesda releasing one of the old games on another platform. No. With DRM. No. Bethesda <laughs> wouldn't do that. Bethesda wouldn't release a game they released, you know, back in 2011 on every platform under the sun. Skyrim. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, they wouldn't do such a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was awful. And they're so concerned about piracy of Doom, they put DRM in it. <laughs> yeah. The, the Bethesda know torrents are a thing. They know that Doom, the original Doom, has been out there long enough that it's taunted by everybody under the sun. I mean, you, I think there's a browser version of it. Mm-hmm. Link in the show notes, if I find it. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. You say up yours, Bethesda. I don't like Bethesda as a company. I really don't. No, really don't. They've gone past. They've gone past the uh, Bethesda games, aren't they? Buggy, but they've tried. Stay. So, you know, they're ambitious but buggy. Generally, games they publish are all right. But what the hell were they thinking with this last one? Mm. Ugh. Yeah. So generally, they so when they were pushing effort into their games. Their games were sort of pushing what systems could do and they're full of bugs. People didn't mind. Well, yeah, for sure. Because, you know, it was them trying. But then you realise actually they're using their, they're riding that a little bit to get to, as an excuse to not do the games very well. Well, I mean, look, yeah, they are now. I mean, look at Skyrim. The Nintendo Switch release of Skyrim has some of the same game-breaking bugs that the vanilla PC launch had. Yeah, which is not acceptable. No, of course not. Not acceptable and best part of nearly, nearly te- eight, well, well, by that point, about seven years development was it last mm. year it came out? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so seven years of development. When there are fan patches who fix that, yeah, you know, just install one of those and just hope no one looks. Yeah, they will, but just hope no one does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they just they they just they, they they use that as a bit of their excuse to get away of making buggy games. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't work anymore. Firstly, you've got to, you know. If... I wish game companies would actually realise this now. You can't half-ass development anymore. You can't. You will get shat on the second the game comes out. But game companies will lie. What they rely on is gamers. Mm. Air quotes. Gamers. The people who are the ones who shout about you know bugs and games or stuff and things. Like actually of the gaming community represent a, not a massive chunk because nope. a large chunk of the community are shall we say I would, I would say you know kids yeah who don't really notice these things and people buying for them don't know don't really know i mean when granny goes in knows her grandson wants skyrim on the switch she's not going to go well it's full of bugs isn't it mm. i mean she might do she might be a hardcore gamer granny yep don't google that um <laughs> <laughs> she, she might be but you don't know she might do um but although they're not so they're the people who basically they get around the escape so yeah people shout and rant and rave about all this and mm-hmm. yeah the people who are in the know know that's not only to avoid it well, the trouble is though but, people still buy it though don't they because they because they're like fans of the series i think the if the outcry is enough it had there have been I don't want to say successes, but there have been impacts. Um, yeah. Battlefront 2? Yeah, but that didn't last, did it? No, it didn't last, but it but that's, is... my, that's the problem, because as, as soon as they took that stuff out, briefly, every, and they said, oh yeah, yeah it's going to be out until, like, it's going to be gone until, like, December or whenever. 
everyone was like, oh, great, we won. No, and you they didn't. went in and bought the game. You won the battle, we didn't win the war. And that was the problem. And, but the big thing that actually won it for them was Disney. Because hmm. Disney don't like bad publicity. Nope. And they got involved. That was really the thing that actually won it for them, was Disney didn't want this bad publicity because they care mm-hmm. about their publicity. I actually didn't realise actually how small a company Disney was. People think this is a big model of company. It's tiny, actually. Mm-hmm. When you look at their turnover, and actually, fact, Disney could be bought out by Amazon by, like, by about 10 times. Fucking Dread Pirate Beatles is like, yep, but we're going to have them But honestly, they're really a small company. When you mm. actually think about it, they're, they're a lot of companies are a lot bigger than them and scarier than them. People don't think about it. Why do they still exist? Marvel. Mm. Star shit, Wars. Then. Shit, man. Well, yeah, Star Wars has been shit for a long time. Mm-hmm. Good job. Good job, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, now we've... Now, so, yeah, don't buy Dragon Ball... Dragon uh, Quest. Dragon Quest. Don't buy Dragon Quest 1, 2, or 3. No, on the on the Switch. On the Switch. I'm glad we've got out there. Our one viewer... We'll know this. A point knows it anyway. And our ninety-five subscribers on the port for the podcast. <laughs> 90, Ninety-four of those are probably us. Well, I'd be interested. I'll soon enough. Therefore, wonder how many of them are me. But 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 I thought about Ashfat because Feedburner, which is something I need to get away from because I'm terrified Google can discontinue any day now. Well, I'm amazed. I think Google forgotten it exists. Probably, I think it's, it's the product that got away. <laughs> I think in Google in, in Google headquarters, there's a computer somewhere on someone's desk that's run it runs Feedburner, and they've not realised it's there. It's probably like run, they probably also runs a coffee machine or something, and it's sat there chugging itself away, and no one realises that's running Feedburner. It's the old Commodore Vic Twenty. Yeah, in the basement. And, and but one day when they move offices, you know, Victor's going to switch that off. And that's it, Feedburner's gone. People are going to go, whoa, how to that? I honestly think Google forgot Feedburner exists. Google, yeah, like someone will go, what the hell? Like someone will message him, we'll call him up, hey, what the fuck happened to Feedburner? And Google will be like, what? What, what the hell's that? <laughs> like, is that still going? I thought we switched it off to it 10 years ago. And they're like, oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. More you know. That's what. I, that's, what that's I how I feel they yeah. are on my YouTube account at the moment. Yeah. But anyway, Feedburner. Apparently yeah, we we've got... We need to move away from feed, but I'm, I'm, I'm off. I've, I've got two weeks of holiday off, so I want to start seriously researching alternatives to feed burner. Mm-hmm. Um, would we be willing to pay for the feed? Or I would, but I don't want to pay a huge amount for it. I have looked at podcast hosting sites, yeah. but they are extortion money. No, I agree. So, I mean, if there was a, I, I would, I would be prepared to pay a server for. The feed. I, I almost be tempted to set up literally a redirect, a server, just a web server, just for a redirect, because mm-hmm. um, it wouldn't need any bandwidth. Realistically, no. it's only redirecting a, it's only redirecting a URL. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I am going to look at some options to get away from feedback. Because the other feedback is feedback, and it limits you to the last fifty episodes. All oh, right. So all our early stuff is now only on an archive on the website. You can't actually get it via iTunes. Oh right. So uh, of course iTunes is going soon. Oh, yeah, because they're doing the, the Apple Music web thing, yeah. aren't they? I am also looking at alternative, um, post, not hosting, but places to get up there. So I'm going to look at submitting ourselves to A couple other... of my mates have put their podcast on Spotify, and they were so happy they got on Spotify. And I was like, that's disgusting. If I told you I submitted us to Spotify? <laughs> 
Oh, that'd be our breakthrough moment. Yeah, I submitted it. I haven't heard a reply yet. Oh, Jesus Christ! They'd, they'd take one crack at this and be like, "Oh God, I like, them I, again." I like some of them when you go on there and something like you know they actually okay. Here's a submit. We need to know what this. Uh, we need all this information about yourself. And okay, yeah, we'll listen to you and get back to you in like several or a few days. And others are like just give us the URL. Well, right, you're listed now. Yeah. <laughs> um, there you go. Job done. But yeah, I'm going to go on to more more other sites to increase our sort of our infectious. Spread. We're spreading the disease. And I'm going to try and sort out a proper alternative feedback in the next couple of weeks. Sure. So we can actually have all the podcasts back on iTunes again listed. Sounds good. Yeah. Do so people I'm... still actually use um, iTunes for, like, dedicated for podcasts? Or... Well, it's 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 iTunes PC still it still exists. It's not, that's not being discontinued. That still exists. Well, do people, like, well what I mean is, like, what's, what's oh, the... On your phone, it's on, you have, on the iPhone, it's, an, it's, an, it's, a, it's a podcast app. Okay, but you can still search for via the iTunes store, but you can also search for the okay, podcast. Sure. So as far as we're from the point of view of the podcast, on it's just that it's all, all podcasts are going to move to the podcast store, right? As it were, so nothing's actually happening to podcasts, and it's not like going to be. We're so I guess them again. most people are checking out podcasts on mobile. Um, so I was just curious, like you know, are people? Pony Radio Garden, Annie Boy has pointed us out. I, I'm assuming is that a is that a podcast host or listing engine or? But we'll have a look at it. I'll have a look at it and see what that's about. Yeah. Keep Sorry. keep us on the internet. And I was just curious as to what people actually use to listen to podcasts now. Because once upon a time, if you the place people went for podcasts was iTunes. Whereas I haven't launched. I haven't had a copy of iTunes installed since like the first year of the podcast. Well, um, I on my as on the phone, there's actually a pot on the iOS. It's the, it got, they got moved to a podcast app several years ago now, actually. Mm-hmm. So, although it's obviously still linked together, but that's 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 what we're changing. Yeah. Um. From I don't I don't know. Oh, I had on when I had my tablet, I had an app for the podcast, mm. and it was shit. I never found a good one. I've I've at the time. This is a few years ago. So I don't want that there now. At the time, I didn't couldn't find any podcast app for Android that was as good as Pocket Cast. Po- the um, I tried that; it didn't work. This is going back quite a few years, so it's I've, probably a lot better now. I've never really had an issue with Pocket Cast. It and worked. Pocket Cast started it, on. It worked. Oh, yes. It worked. The trouble I had with it though was it did some weird formatting. So, for example, it would it just. It wouldn't show the show notes properly. It would just it would actually start showing full URLs or certain things. It did some weird formatting things. Nothing. It was it, nothing horrendous. Nothing. That's, that's um, subscription based now, by the way. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh. No, so it was nothing horrendous. Yeah, because I was going to say I've tried a few on Android. I just go back to Pocket Cast. Oh no, I see. It's a long not having an Android device at the moment. Yeah. Um, because my tablet died. Well, I, I mean, I tend to listen to most of my podcasts because I don't like smartphones. So I tend to, I do most of my stuff day to day on my laptop. So I just, you know, pull stuff down in like Rhythmbox or whatever that I've got on Linux. Yeah. So, or just go to the site. I don't listen to that many podcasts either these days, to be fair. Mm-hmm. I, like I said, I'm just curious as to what people... So, on the opposite side, I've actually got... I listen to more and more podcasts now than I used to make because I, I pass the time. Mm. Um, I've just I've got quite a selection, a lot of um, um quite a range as well. I've got ours, obviously on there. I've got about two or three sciencey ones. 
Um, I've got one that's a D&D podcast where it's like people playing game of D&D. You follow that's been going for donkey's years now. About six, seven years that's been going. Um, I've got uh, Warhammer, the official Warhammer one. Mm-hmm. Well, they actually interview somebody who works for Games Workshop and actually an actual player for proper sit down chat with them. Not it's yeah. not a scripted interview; it's a proper sit down chat. It's really, it's really neat. I listen to those. I listen to more podcasts now. I I listen to podcasts more than music. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm doing. If I'm just sort of just sort of milling around doing something I don't I want to concentrate on, I put music on because podcasts you can't really concentrate. But if it's all something quite light and I can, I don't need to concentrate on too hard. Say driving. Um, you can get lost in the beat of music, whereas a podcast, yeah. you really have to be wired into it. Yeah. So, I want to get an audio book. I was going to get an audio book of Eisenhorn, the um, one that's going to, that supposedly going to turn into um, the Amazon TV series, supposedly. Right. Um, but then I looked and they, were going, they wanted 30 quid for it. Have you not got an Audible subscription or whatever? No. Because if you've got Amazon, they tend to give you like one book free. Yeah, no, I have... Um, I'm sure if it was on. I don't. F- I have Apple to have a look. audio books. Yeah, they're thirty quid as well, aren't they? Oh well, yeah. yeah. I think that's. I f- if it was a tenner, I'd have gone. Yeah, all right, but thirty quid for an audio book seems quite steep to me. Yeah, I'd never pay that much. <clears throat> Audible actually, their subscription isn't too bad, but then I I haven't subscribed to Audible in a fair few years. Yeah. Um. Uh, one second. Uh, Bukes. Type in the title of the book. Oh, you, you want me to try and spell how spell Eisenhorn? Just start it for fuck's sake. I'll just type in Warhammer and see if it was. Oh. <laughs> put, I put E and it came right at the top. Oh, there you go. Good job. So we'll just see how much it costs. Uh, wow, 23 bucks. 22 bucks. Ooh, that's a... It's better than 30 quid, but still, I think it's too much for an audio book. I was going to say, how long is it? About nine hours, I think. That's not... Uh, not great. Yeah, if, um, you'd get that for, like, nothing if um, if you paid, like, a seven, seven pound subscription to Audible. Yeah. Trust me, I think I'd use Audible enough. No, but you can just pay for it for that month, cancel it, and the book's still yours. Oh, that's not so bad. Because I don't pay for Audible anymore, and I've still got all my audiobooks. So, and oh, oh, so you get you get a free book of Audible when you sign up, do you? Yeah, they basically the subscription is so what every there's, time there's three you, books of series. One is only three lots of email addresses, or just uh, mm. you know pay for you know pay seven or eight pound for three months, and there you go, you've got your you get a free one every month, do you? Yeah, so the subscription goes that whilst you are subscribed, you depending on what tier you subscribe at you'll get like one credit or two credits every month or however many uh, you've subscribed for per plan and you can spend those credits on books whatever they are so you don't do bullshit like this book's two credits this no it's no. a credit a per book. book okay you could so why get why do you call it credits why don't you call it a book this is Microsoft points all over again yeah pretty much pretty much but um, no if it's Microsoft points you get a credit every month, but each book will be one and a half credits. Yeah, that, that's about <laughs> right. That sounds like a good deal. Yeah. yeah. Every book's an odd number of credits, but you can only buy in even numbers. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that does, that does seem about right. That does seem about right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Audible's not bad. Um, oh, I'll have a look I it. use Audible, um, audiobooks.com, and the um, 
Google ones. Yeah. Uh, Google's audiobook. I've never done much in the way of, um, I know it's not books, but music. I've never, done, I've never at all subscribed to any streaming services before for music because generally when I'm using music, I'm not anywhere of a decent enough connection. So, in my opinion, music streaming service, the best one, right? Fucking don't, don't fucking kill the messenger here. Google Music. Why Google Music? I hear everyone screaming. Why not Spotify? Why not Deezer? Why not Amazon Music? Because Google Music, by default, says, hey, we'll let you upload. I think when I started using it back in the day, it was 20,000 songs for free from your own catalogue, and you can just stream those whenever. What, you upload to their server? Yes. What does... How... Ooh. How did that get round the UK copy, copyright laws of transfer, transfer informative media? Uh, fuck knows. It doesn't. I can understand if it looked... Let's look at your hard drive, see what you've got. Okay, you've got these songs on here. We've also got those songs. You can now stream those yeah, for Ap- nothing. Yeah, um, Apple did that initially with the Apple Music stuff. But Google just literally says, if you've got a DRM-free version of a song put it on and as long as you're logged in you can stream this file from the yeah. web client or from your phone or or whatever um so what i have done in the past is bought music off amazon be it an mp3 or an actual cd ripped it and then uploaded it to google um i have tried spotify i do currently have a spotify subscription and i fucking hate it the user interface on the app is absolutely garbage um, it often disconnects from whatever it is you're trying to either cast to mm. or stream to. And when a license expires, you ain't listening to that music. Even if you've already listened to it before and you've saved it, you ain't listening to it anymore. They'll just grey it out and say you can't listen to it. Nice. So, and again, it's all down to licensing and availability in your region. Not all record labels will be up for streaming music on stuff like spotify so what i've gone and done is like for this so for example i like some really weird music or game like game uh, soundtracks and stuff yeah spotify does have a lot of those on there but there are some things they don't google music i'm like well i already have them on cd ripped bam they're on there now i can stream them i don't have to pay for it what i find particularly annoying Mm. moves of anything i can semi semi understand it with tv series Mm. very semi Music. Region locking music. It is annoying. It is fucking ridiculous. There was an album I wanted. Um, uh, it was a game out al- music album. Mm-hmm. Only available on iTunes in the US. Yeah, dude. Not available in the UK. Don't. I see it all the time. Do you know what really pisses what, me off? What is the point? Even when you say about films, if a film has had uh, uh, you know, a UK, European, whatever, PAL region launch, don't take it away. Like, oh yeah, license has expired. It's gone now. So, oh, oh, okay. Um, that was there last week. Yeah, yeah, we ain't got the license for it anymore. It's gone. It's gone. Don't with games as well. Oh yeah, license expired. It's gone. Or at least give you warning. Yeah. You know, all you have to do is say, you know, this film is being removed from the service in a month's time. Mm-hmm. Here's your warning. This it's, it gives you like a, this. You go okay. When a mum's time, I'm not going to be able to listen. I'm not going to be able to watch that anymore. I've got a month now to watch it, rather than say just disappearing. Yeah, because I've had that on 
you know, Netflix where I've had stuff in my wishes, it's just gone. It's like, hang on a second. Yep. Where I've had it on gone? the Nintendo Switch on the on the eShop. Like you've got it in your wish list and all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, this is no longer available for purchase. You're like, oh. Yeah. I had that with Far Far Cry Four did that. It was I had it I was on Steam. Mm-hmm. Right, perfect. Okay, I was on Steam. Add to my wish list. And, you know, some months went by. Mm-hmm. Went into Steam and I thought Where's why is Far Cry Four? Its picture disappeared. It's the title's still there, mm-hmm. but the picture's disappeared. I thought that's odd. Clicked on it. No sign of it. Just it says just cannot find the store page. So I go. I just do a bit of quick. Um, I Google Google for it. Steam. Okay. Go on it. Go on, on Steam's website. It's there. By a little, little drop down from US to UK. Boom. Disappears. Because. Suppose this is what I got told. Mm-hmm. And it's on Reddit, so it must be true. Of course. Ubisoft signs an agreement with Game, the UK chain, mm. that they wouldn't pu- publish any of their games on digital platforms for, I think, two weeks after launch mm. in the UK mm. so as not to compete with Game. Ugh. So, going to, I thought, so you think people who tend to buy stuff digitally are now going to go. Well, I guess I'll go buy a physical copy. Because I tell you what, I'm nope. trying to wait the two weeks. Yep. I buy stuff digitally. The reason I buy it digitally is there's more reasons. There's, but I just don't want to go to game. That's one laziness is one of the reasons I buy stuff digitally. But there are other reasons why I buy stuff digitally. That means I won't go to. I won't go to game and buy a hard copy of it. Mm-hmm. So I end up having to wait, and then it, it came over and. Fortunately, it released. They thought, on, on, to be fair, when they did release it, they released it at a discounted price. Yeah. So it's, fair, fair, fair. I mean, that they, seems that seems to, that seems to be a very short-lived thing. So that hasn't happened again. Well, we recently lost. Well, I mean, it's not down to um, it's not down to stuff like gaming there, but like recently, uh, Ducktales Remastered was pulled from Steam because mm. they lost the licensing for it. Um, Platinum Games Legend of Korra got pulled from Steam because they lost the license for it. Vice um, City Temporary disappeared from Steam. Yeah, because they lost the license to the music. I think. Yeah, yeah. they've they've reappeared then, so they decided to re we bought purchase licenses again. Or they just took the music out they couldn't get licenses yeah, for. You um, think that when they when they when they set that game up, they would have bought a and license that would allow them to use it? You know. It's in the game. It's in the game now. Yeah. You think they'd have bought a license that just allowed? Because you can't imagine a film being that situation where oh well this film can only be shown on tv because the music license has expired mm. well uh, well or more or to be fair though we are talking this is like this is about 20 years after the game got released so artists these days are greedy as fuck and if they think they can skin extra money they will they'll try i think so i think it's more this the, the, the label it's, it's more the label and also more the slightly weird but the slight over the overzealousness of the I can't want the British one is called, but the sort of the like the people who represent the copyright in the UK for artists, yeah. they are insane. Mm. I mean, they're actually getting to the point now where they're almost like saying, Right, we want you to buy it every single time you want to listen to it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much it's getting to that sort of stage because they are fucking insane. That's one of the reasons why I still like CDs. I mean, I still occasionally buy CDs if I really like it, get it on CD. Ripper, I've got two portable media players, for fuck's sake, full of music. Yeah. Um, if I don't have an internet connection, bam, got it. Yeah. Um, 
I have I'm trying streaming services for like the up until the end. Cause, you know, I told you, you know, I'm like I'm even uploading my photos to like the whole. Oh look, they've gone to the cloud for backup and stuff. I'm trying to do what everyone oh, else. Are you on does. Instagram now? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't punch. You got many followers. Of course, I fucking have. <laughs> but um, I, you know, I, I just well, I'm, fake followers. Yeah, all of them. I, uh, they're all me. I try to. I'm trying to do what everyone else does, and I'm going to be honest with you. I don't see the appeal of it. I really don't. I mean, maybe the idea that you know you lose a hard drive and some of your stuff's still there, but. Uh, uh, streaming's inconvenient for me because mm. of like the whole licensing thing um <coughs> the quality's shit the apps are generally shit i'm having to pay every month for something that i can like the same price as the subscription to like spotify or or whatever i could just go out and buy this cd it's not like i'm like oh fuck mate i'm gonna yeah. listen to 70 albums i've never heard before no um this month I'm going to be like, oh, hey, this band has released a new album this month, and then two months later, another band might release an album. Um, discoverability, maybe. Do you want to know what the ultimate way is? The ultimate thing to do? No. Fucking pirate it. Yeah. If they're, being, if they're going to be assholes to you and not give it to you in a way that you want it, or that a way that you have control of, pirate it. Yeah. Well, I've always, we've always said, I mean, well, Valve, I've always said, Piracy is a distribution problem. Yes, it's not. It's, it's, it's as long as the pirates offer a better service, they're going to take their their people going to do it. Mm-hmm. And Valve's answer to this was make their system good. Yeah. So the way to purchase games on Steam is so easy. Yep. Once you've got your card in there, I mean, you can click it. You can literally go, "I want to play that game." Click, click, install it now. Click, and power on takes you to install it. Done. Yeah, job done. But it's from from you seeing the store to you have starting the station process takes about ten seconds. I mean, look at the horror now of of films distribution of films. Right, you wanna you wanna watch uh, X Y Z film. All right, Netflix. Let's say you got a Netflix, the, the the kind of the premier streaming service. Oh, it's not on Netflix anymore. I have to get a Hulu account. Well, not oh, in the UK, you won't. Well, yeah, but if there's some shows, right? So I subscribe because I'm trying the whole streaming thing. I subscribe to two anime providers. It used to be three, but one of them's been shut down because, well, they went bankrupt. Um, but I subscribe to two providers of anime. But there's one show. If I really want to watch it, gotta subscribe to Hulu, and Hulu Hulu ain't available over here. No, VPN time. Well, yeah, that and, uh, uh, you know, you have to get, like, you know, prepaid cards and stuff. So many hoops to jump through. It's pirate it. Yeah. Um, same with the... There's a couple of films I wanted to watch. Are they on Google Music uh, or on, on Google Play? No. Amazon? No. Netflix? No. If I go to America, fuck yeah, they're there. I also find it weird how some series are... So Amazon Prime annoys me because some things are charged for, some things are free. Mm-hmm. I fancied the other day. I fancy. I fancy we watching Babylon Five. Mm-hmm. I've got it on DVD, but it's easy. To, it's easy to stream it. Yeah, for sure. Because I ain't got the fun. I know. I know that, but I ain't got the faff round. You know, open the find a disc drive, go find yeah. the DVD. Yeah, exactly. So when I was Amazon, I wonder if that Babylon Five is on Amazon. Went on that. Yeah, it is. You have to buy it. Mm. It's not straight. 
that series came out nearly 30 years ago mm-hmm. and you want people to pay why why haven't you licensed that free the other series like let well, and what annoys me though is lex is a good example lex right mm. first four seasons free fifth season you got to pay for <laughs> again that came out about 15 years ago here's a good one mythbusters in the uk what's the first season you can watch oh is it something like season nine three yeah. First, first two seasons aren't available in the UK. They were at one point because I watched the first two seasons at one point. Yeah, but you, they, not they've now. got the not now. No, you can't now. So you have to you have to go through a, a VPN to America to be able to watch to, first to get seasons. the first two seasons. Even to buy the first two seasons from some of these sites like Amazon and and stuff like that. Uh, there are plenty of other shows that we've watched that me and Inky have watched. Uh, we were watching Overlord, which is an anime. Um. The first episode you could watch in the UK. The third one. Season yeah. one, press the button. First episode you can watch, three. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's oh. nothing about Babylon 5 that got me. Mm. So Babylon 5, before the series, they had a pilot called The Gathering. Mm. Okay, that was the, And that is like the first episode that sets everything up, right? It's got zero. Yeah, it's yeah, it's absolutely because it's a pilot, and that's what they then allowed them. To them they then got was good enough. They got the next yep. series, right? Not on Amazon. Season one's on there. The pilot isn't. Huh. Yeah, the thing that sets up the whole series for you. That ain't on there. Anywhere else? Well, you can buy it off Amazon <laughs> as, oh, it, right. as a DVD. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh. But you can't watch it on the streaming service. That is so annoying. So, yeah. consistency is also another good thing, folks. <laughs> anyway, it's been listed by a third-party seller, to be fair. But, yeah, it's just like, why? Why? why, why, why? Much just... like Square Enix and the Dragon Quest thing, right? If, if you're going to offer... If you've got a service going on here, people, do it right, please. If, you, if you're going to offer... A, like, if you're going to offer a certain season or a certain show or a you know, certain film, give us all or nothing. Hmm. Stop fighting with each other over licenses. I am not going to pay for a million different services for something that I can't keep just so I can watch one show. Yeah. Or, or you know, season one's over here, season two's over there. Just sod off. It's not worth the effort. I would rather go out and buy VHS tapes at this point. I would rather... Burn my eyeballs. No, but that's what I mean. I would rather go to a car boot sale and find some tramps pissed over VHS collection and fish through that than pay for a lot of these streaming services. They're absolute bollocks. Absolute bo- And the apps are crap. All the apps are crap. Who the fuck is designing your applications? Yeah. I've told you my, my beef of Now TV, haven't I? Mm-hmm. Now TV, which is the streaming service at Sky... Oh, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And my fight with them over how bad their service is. The fact that if you activate too many devices on them, you're locked out. You can't, you, you're only allowed to activate a certain number of devices every month. You can have a certain number you, in use, you, you can, you only, you're limited, you can only use one at a time, mm. but you're only allowed to activate your add to it, like three devices. After that, you have to wait another month before you can add another, remove one, and add another one. So you, so you can remove them, but you can't add and replace it. Oh. So you say you add three. So I had 
PlayStation, I had one PlayStation app, which I was watching Game of Thrones on. Yeah. Then I had it on my PC, yeah. and I was watching it on my phone. Yeah. For technical reasons, I had to delete the app from my PC and basically restart all. Went to try and add the PC again. Sorry, you can't watch this. Why not? Error code. You've added too many devices. I looked. And the devices with my old, the old PC app, which doesn't work anymore, the PlayStation, and the phone. I removed the old PC app, thinking that's free to slot up. Wrong. No, you're going to have three a month, but even if you remove them, you can't add another one. DRM is bollocks. It, it was what? What? How is? How does that make sense to anybody? Mm. How does that make sense? Fine, have an attempt device you want to stream, but it's have lazy. a limit. It's lazy. Have, I tell you, that big security flaw, mm. massive security flaw, horrendous security flaw. I was amazed at how bad it was. So. Want to watch Game of Thrones? I go on PlayStation, load up the app. Fine, loads up. Game of Thrones pops up and goes, I watch the episode in there. Next episode, I want to watch it, but for technical reasons, TV was out of action. I had to watch it on my PC. Got to try and log in. Can't remember my password. Right, okay. Reset the password. Yeah, reset it all. Love the details in. Make a note of the password for when the PlayStation asks me for it. And it's the PlayStation let you stay on. It's never asked me for that password again. Wow. Right? And it gets worse. Right, has it never? No, has it never asked me. But after it ended, I went onto the uh, the thing, signed it with my ID, like new password onto the thing because that it, that checked the PC version checked. Mm-hmm. Sure. Shut down all my subscriptions, every single one of them. Right on the PlayStation, if you go into it, you want to watch something? Yeah, you need to reactivate the subscription. Do you want to do that? Yes, please. And it reactivates and starts charging me again via the PlayStation app. Wow. So. If you if you gave your PlayStation away or sort of didn't clear it off and left that on there, they can just they can just keep reactivating it. <laughs> I mean that is unacceptable security. Oh dear. That is that is totally <laughs> unacceptable. Why is it at no point is that app not phoning home to say is this password still correct? On Netflix, if you change the password on Netflix, instantly the app kicks you out. Yeah. So what we're as saying it should is- do. What we're saying is most of these streaming services are bollocks. Now TV is. Yeah. Netflix. I've I mean, never had any trouble with Netflix. I've never had any trouble with Amazon. I've never had any trouble. I personally never, I've never had any problems with them. Mm. But now TV was just shocking. I was shocked actually how bad that was. I mean, I've never known. I've, I've, I hear about security. I mean, that's just a, such a big wag of a security vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I just hated it. I actually draw when I when I said reset and trying to leave them. Fuck me! We have to call up the no, call up the machine. No. Then it virtually begs you to stay. So it goes, hi, I want to leave. Okay, not construction. Okay, you sure you want to do that? Yes, yes, I do. But look at these great shows you're going to be missing. Yeah, no, yeah, I yeah. I want leave. to cancel. Yeah. But if you get, but what about if you do this? No, no, I want to leave. We'll give you three months at half price. I want to leave. Look, this is your last chance. You show you what to do. Just let me fucking cancel my subscription. Okay, as you're leaving, could you please write in this box why you're leaving? So, I actually, I, I actually spent. Did you write an essay? Yes. Wow. I was allowed. They allowed me a thousand words, a thousand characters. That was their mistake. <laughs> I wrote a thousand. I, I used it all up. I had to edit it to get in space. He wrote it all in Japanese, so he could there. <laughs> I fit. I said every fault with the system. Every fault with the system. And ultimately, when I click cancel my subscription, just a confirmation in case it accidentally. That's mm. fair enough. 
Then cancel my subscription. Don't beg me to stay. Yeah. No, I, that does annoy me as well. Or when they bury the you cancel subscription thing or close your account thing. I hate it when they bury that under like 15 other menus. Yeah. Before, you know, before they'll even... Uh, what was... There was another, another account um, we had. You couldn't close it through the website. You had to phone them. Oh, I've had stuff like that. And not only did you have to phone them, you had to go through the Gate Guardian first. So that, you know, you had to go for the, the automated service and then fight to get in contact. Because the Gate Guardian wouldn't actually let you cancel. No. And then you'd end up being put on hold and you're like, look, this could have just literally been a close account button. Yeah. And then, you know, verification through email and then done. Your service isn't that important. Yeah. I mean, it is for you. I, I, I had one service uh, many years ago, and that was some game-related service. I think, and it was it was one of those you sign up, sign up, at the time you sign up, and they realised it's shit. Eight. I think it was like you got like sent like promotional codes or something like that. Mm. Um, I went to cancel it, and could I work out to cancel it? There was a similar thing. You had to go out the phone and so forth. Try, I couldn't get through. In the end, I went to my bank and just, just leave cancel direct debit. Mm-hmm. And, I've had to do that a few times. Yeah, too. and then message going through. Oh, um, we can't, we couldn't want to take money from your bank. Please be issued direct. You need to contact and to sort this out. Another one comes through. Still can't do it. You, you really should contact these guys. Sort this out. No one through. Look, if you don't sort this out, we're going to cancel your account. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> now, obviously, look, you've got you've got like a day to cancel. We're canceling your account. Like seriously, we will we will cancel your you've account. Got Fifteen minutes. Yay! <laughs> Right, next one. We've cancelled your account. If you wish to sort out, click here. No! We haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, thank you. I said, that's the best way to get with you is just delete your let debit and let them cancel it for you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just... And the trouble is, though, a lot of these... A lot of these... Um, well, I wouldn't say a lot of them, but, like, I just... I have this vision that in the future, some of these services are going to say, well, if you default on a, on a subscription, or, uh, you know, let's say it's a a rental store or you can purchase like digital goods if you don't manage to make a payment they ban you and then you lose access to your entire library yeah i have this vision of the future where you know just imagine like steam i don't know you've, you've got a you've got a subscription going on with steam as well you can buy things and you sub- can subscribe and then just i don't know one day you manage to fuck up and it's just you don't you can't pay it yeah and uh, because they bounced you <coughs> oh you've got bad credit now I don't think I have because I think they like the money too much. They'd rather have money from somebody who might. Oh yeah, for sure. Thing, I, so no, I get that. They like money too much. For I that. just have this vision. There is going to be an asshole company one day that's going to go. All right, there you go. There's all yeah. your stuff gone. Kind of like how I see YouTube at the moment. Yes. You know, it's all fine and well that you upload all of your stuff there, but but you've got to bear in mind any service you use. Ultimately, if it's being supplied by somebody else, yeah. They have the ultimate power over it. Yep. We need a backup service and so forth. Backup services can go under. Yep. Um, I, I do try and say that to people who are like, oh, I've, I'm all right. I've got all my photos and my videos uploaded to the cloud. It's like, who's to say they don't go, they don't go down, dude? Yeah. <laughs> they won't. They won't. They're huge. It's like, <clears throat> loads of companies are huge. They go down. <laughs> they go under every day. Yeah. But <sighs> anyway. Anyway, shall we fill it wrap up? Yes. Um, I don't like streaming services and I don't use the internet that much. So. 
Um, well, anyway, thank you very much for watching. Um, I've been the Suffolk Ram. Um, you can, if, for the audio listeners, if you ever want to join us, you can join us on youtube.com slash randnerds. Uh, we broadcast every every fortnight. Our next broadcast date, well, I will tell you shortly while I'm doing that. Um, you can also go to website randnerds.com, which will redirect you somewhere else, but don't worry, it's absolutely fine. You keep saying that we're going to change that. We never do. <laughs> I am going to change. Well, she, well actually, uh, change that would be a good time than change podcasts hosting because change that will obviously disrupt the url for the podcast so if i'm going to switch podcast i'll then change the url to the website as well at the same time you mean the feed feed yeah yeah well you paste a rss url yeah. feed yeah it's a url um you can also follow us on facebook at Rand nerds uh we have got a twitter which is Rand nerds as well these all links to the website as well if you can't be asked um but yeah, well, our next broadcast will be on October the 12th at half past nine. Are you sure? GMT plus one. Yes, I am sure. I am adding two. Oh, you see, because now... You're adding the one. Look, <laughs> I have a, a calendar. He's got a reminder. Yeah, that reminds me. It's for some reason set to 3 p.m., but it reminds me every two I, weeks. I was going to say, it gives you plenty of time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I'm in Glasgow. <laughs> and also look forward to at some point we're going to be doing a halloween stream yes that's what game we're going to play no more silent hill please no i'll do silent hill i was thinking i think the game is called project zero. Oh, is that the photography one? yeah i was thinking about that one we have to fight ghosts with a camera i've oh, i think i played that years ago <coughs> get very far in it to be fair oh random note what's the, what was that boaty game called again which boaty game? The boaty game we played in the 24 hours. Oh, uh, Return, uh, Return of the Oberdin. Coming to the Nintendo Switch. Oh, cool. So, if you know. You going to play it? Oh, I'm yeah. Confused. Fuck yeah. I'm yeah. going to get really confused. I'm going to be like, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. Actually, I could see why that could work. That would work very well on the Nintendo Switch because there, there was basically hardly any interface controls. Mm-hmm. So, very it would work very game, well. Very pr- it's, it, yeah, very pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so look forward to joining us then. Um, so for me, the Suffolk Ram. See you again. See you in a fort in a fortnight. Yay! Bye. <laughs>